You're listening to the Home Staging Show podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Lin. This is a show where we talk about all things real estate, home staging, and selling your home to live and to sell. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 131. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Home Staging Show. So I know we took a little bit of hiatus. So with the real estate market coming back strong and cities are reopening, it's been a bit difficult to nail people down for their interviews. We're looking to come back to our regular programming next month, so definitely stay tuned.、Uh, to make sure you don't miss any more episodes, do subscribe to our podcast so you can get it on your phone or whatever device you use to listen to our podcast. You can find our podcast on both iTunes and Spotify, as well as any major platforms for listening to the podcast. And do please write a review and leave a rating if you enjoy the show. This is really going to help us tremendously to get this podcast out there and also get more quality experts on the show as well for interviews. And starting today, for the next eight days until July fourteenth, which is our first day of SagerCon, I'll be going live on Instagram every single day. If you don't yet follow us on Instagram, you can find us by searching for our company Sage for More. I'll be doing a series of highlights and sneak peeks for each masterclass session at SagerCon, which is next week. If you don't know anything about SagerCon, it is our free four-day online conference for home sagers. It's a great place for you to connect with like-minded home sagers from around the world and deep dive into real-life experiences and knowledge taught by our top experts. So, unlike the traditional conference format where there's tons of speakers and maybe you just get very superficial knowledge from each speaker on each subject, we only have eight sessions. But in these Eight, each of the eight masterclass sessions, we deep dive into each topic with a masterclass, following by a live Q and A. So if you cannot attend live, there's also going to be a replay. To get access to everything for free, register now at www.stagercon.com. It's also linked in our show notes as well, so feel free just hop on our website. So here's the edited audio from today's Instagram live, where I talk about my SagerCon session. On turning staging client objections into home staging projects. If you want to catch the recorded live video, head over to our Instagram and click on our feed to watch the IGTV episode. All right, let's start the show. Hi guys, it's Cindy. I haven't gone live for a while on IG, so I thought I will come on live and say hello. And also next week is our Stager Con. It's our second ever Stager Con ever. So I hope you're excited because we got lots of great stuff for, planned for you. I'm really excited for Stager Con. I think last year we got really lucky. A thousand Stagers around the world joined us, and this year let's see if we can top that. I think last year with the COVID, it's really hard to gauge in terms of what attendance was going to be like and how people were going to respond to a conference format like this. Since we're a little bit different than most conferences you will attend, I think most conferences jam pack as many speakers as they can fit in those days. Uh, whereas we just really focusing on six to eight different topics and really deep dive into each topic through the individual masterclass session, but also the live Q and A portion as well. So this week I'm gonna go on live and then just talk about each session as kind of a teaser for you, but also kind of give you a little bit taste of what SagerCon is gonna be like this year. Uh, so and then also this is gonna be pulled into our podcast as well. I know we have been a little bit of a stranger to the podcast lately, but it just that I was moving country. I'm from Taiwan originally. I moved back in May 
late May. And so June, I was kind of resettled in and also kind of reorganizing everything. And we actually just moved into a new office space today where I just decided I can't work from home anymore. I don't get any work done. So we are now in WeWork here in our city. And actually we're in a one person office right now. And next week we're gonna move to the office behind us, which is the two person office. So me and my sister can get working together. And those will be nice because then we have a settled space for SagerCon. Uh, our Wi-Fi is not very consistent. And also every house around our house is actually in construction. So that's why I think the Wi-Fi signal hasn't been very strong. So I definitely miss the podcast. I miss you guys. Uh, it just, it's been a bit difficult with the, the you know, real estate market getting really hot that we're not able to book people. It's a really a tricky thing to get people committed to the schedule. So I want to talk a little bit about SagerCon since this is the big agenda of the month. Uh, we are planning something really fun. We're going to do bingo every single day where you can win prizes. And this year, we also have 17 Hats joining us as well as the sponsor of the conference. So thank you, 17 Hats, for kindly sponsoring our conference and believing in us. Uh, but what I really request for 17 Hats is actually come on, do demos and do educational content to really help you move your workflow. It was really difficult for me because my sister runs the logistic for our staging business. Like when we're on site, she really deal with the movers and then she oversaw the logistics and then she did all the like physical installation bits, you know, like hanging out the artwork and stuff like that. And so I really deal with the admin part of the business. And so I had to do all the marketing, I have to do the lead generation as well, I have to meet with clients, et cetera, et cetera. So something has was great because it helped me really streamline my workflow. So I can do it in a fairly efficient way. So that was very helpful. And 17 Hats have grown quite a bit since we were a member. And now they have actually a free CRM, which I'm really excited to get my hands on to start playing with it. Because I definitely want to develop more content for you guys to make sure that we can help you run your business more efficiently. Especially most of us are like one person business or maybe with a partner. But admin really eats up so much time in your home staging business. So the purpose really is to be able to streamline our business operation as fast as we can, automate as much as we can as well, because that's really going to help us be efficient so we can be more present for our staging projects and for our staging clients as well. So today I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my stager concession. I'm going to actually be teaching about how to turn client objections into an actual staging project. I know that sounds really frustrating when you think about, oh my God, I hand out our staging proposal and I'm going to hear no. Ah, it's so frustrating. But the thing is that I want you to get out of the mindset that no is bad. Actually, no is not bad because if the client comes to you and say, hey, Cindy, I got your staging proposal. It looks fine, but I have these questions or I have these objections. That actually means that they're interested because if they don't really care about what you have to say or what you present in your staging proposal, they're just going to ignore you. They're going to ghost you. They're not even going to bother to write you an email back. They're just going to disappear, right? So it's really important to take that opportunity when they come back with this communication and then see you can assess 
Why are they resisting this particular staging proposal? What exactly is the reason? Maybe they're worried about it impacting their lifestyle if they're living in the house while they're selling, or maybe they're just worried about they're not going to get a return on investment. So what that means to me is that I didn't do a good enough job to educate my client what they need to learn when it comes to staging, right? Because as we know, when people invest in staging, they're gonna get back their investment and more, right? We as stagers, we know that because we see that day in and day out. But the thing is, our staging client may not necessarily know that because it might be their first time hiring a stager. It might just be they're they're not familiar with the process at all, and they need a little bit more handholding. So it's really important to assess exactly why is your home staging client giving you that objection, and how can we deal with that objection without being emotional? Because when we get emotional, we get defensive. When we get defensive, our clients get defensive, and we don't want that at all. Because when staging client feels defensive, they feel awkward about certain,、uh, you know, conversations such as pricing. If they feel awkward about your pricing proposal, they're gonna. Immediately feel like it's gonna be awkward doing business with you, and you know real estate is a people business. We do business with people when we like, so we don't want to be in that awkward first date situation that we just are screaming, you know, re- ready to leave kind of thing. So it's really important to think of objection actually in a positive light because an objection is actually an opportunity. Think about that in a very positive way. We need to switch our mindset. We need to reframe that objection into something positive. Because again, if the client doesn't believe in you, they don't. They're not interested. They're not going to come back and say, "Oh, here's my feedback about the proposal," or they complain about it. Even if they write you a negative review, that means they care enough about you to write a negative review. So that's actually a good opportunity for you to reach out. To figure out why exactly this client is unhappy and how can we fix that, I know a lot of times our focus becomes on turning that three star review or two star review into a five star, but then the client just feels like you're coming in from a sales perspective. You don't actually care to actually listen. So, for example, I wrote a review once about a, a film festival because I was really a fan of the organization, but I felt like they deal with certain things within the festival in a very wrong way. And after giving them the constructive feedback, they didn't listen to me, so I got really annoyed. So I wrote a review because I'm a human being. And then I got this. Email. I got this Facebook message and email. So this person basically Google me and find me everywhere. So not only they found my personal email, they also found my Sage More email, and then so they basically email and Facebook me multiple times, them wanting me to remove that review. But the thing is, the way they frame it is like it's really impacting my business, and I try everything, and I cannot get your negative review out of our platform. And I was kind of like, well, that's the whole point of leaving a review is to let you know why I'm unhappy as a customer, and hopefully you'll improve upon it. And I would have been happy to remove that review because if you were to come to me and then really sincerely talk about your perspective and how you know you should have dealt with that situation better, I would have probably just removed that review or amended it so it's not as negative as it used to be. Because I appreciate your sincerity of dealing with that situation. But the thing is, instead of doing that, you kept coming at me, asking me to remove that review simply because it's impacting your business in a negative way. For me, that means that you're not listening to me as a customer. 
And that is really an issue in customer service in general. Because most of the time we go through our day, a lot of times we do feel ignored. Um, and then all these things can get amplified in an online setting. So it's really important to figure out how can you communicate with a client really from a service point of view instead of from a sales point of view. Because that's going to impact your tone, the way you approach the conversation, and then it can sour that conversation really quickly if the client feels that all you care is about money. So I think it's really important to come from a service point of view to really get that point across. Like, we're really sorry that you may not be happy with our staging service, but please tell me how can I improve my staging service so that I can improve for the future. Maybe it's a little bit late for you. If it's a real estate agent, you know, offer a discount for the next project, whatever it is to make them feel like they've been heard. I think that's the number one thing with dealing with client objection or maybe an unhappy review. Uh, from a potential customer. So we're going to touch base on that in the StagerCon session next Tuesday. Uh, that's the very first session I'm going to be teaching about objections when it comes to dealing with that. How do I deal with home staging client objection? And how do I turn that into a positive conversation so I can turn that into a project? We're also going to go over different scripts that you can use in your home staging business. You're going to see sample scripts throughout the entire session. I really truly believe in scripts, but I don't like robotic scripts because I hate getting those cold calls and it just sounds like they're reading from this like computer screen and it's really stiff. And every time I ask a question, it just sounds like I interrupted their script flow and then they just have to go back to the beginning of the script and then feed me more script. And I effing hate that. I think it's really important to talk about your service from a human point of view because we are all humans. We want to do business with humans. So it's really important to figure out how is the best way for you to deliver your scripts. And we're going to talk about that as well it's because we want scripts to really attract our client, to really deal with those important issues that we want to discuss in the conversation. And I like scripts because then I can, I'm never like one of those person who's like so witty that can immediately think of a comeback right on the spot. It's usually 10 minutes later, half an hour, two hours later, or even a day later, I'm like, oh, I should have said that, right? But the thing is, usually a lot of times, home staging clients tend to ask a similar question. They always may have the similar pricing objection. So for example, another stager down the street is charging less than you do. So why should we hire you versus them kind of thing? Or like, you know, how does home staging work? Etc. 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 So they tend to ask similar or fairly similar scenarios. So you can prep that. Just start taking your client conversation, pull out the questions, or the most common questions, or the most annoying questions you ever get from your customer, and then start figuring out how can I write a really good response to get my points across, but also deliver it in a very professional way so that I'm not losing on anything I want to say, but at the same time, I can deliver it in a very professionally. And the other thing too, why I like script is because it takes emotional out of things. So when I was growing up, we have to memorize a lot of texts. That's just how when I grew up in Taiwan, that's how our education system uh, is. But the great thing about memorizing a script and memorizing a text is that it becomes a second nature. When people ask you about it, you look, it just like flows out of your mouth very naturally. Uh, so that's why you should have a script is because it just helps you to deliver things very calmly and very professionally as well. We also want to talk about some common mindset 
Because a lot of stagers come to me and say, "Oh my God, I think I'm too expensive. I'm afraid to send out my pricing proposal." And I always like to use Beyonce as an example. Okay, do you think Beyonce sits at home and be like, "Am I too expensive charging two million dollars to sing at a wedding?" No, I don't think so. I think Beyonce is very happily to charge two million dollars to sing at a wedding for an hour and a half. You know, it's good money. So it's the same thing. You have to channel your Beyonce, your inner Beyonce. You don't, you don't want to discount yourself before your client does that to you. In fact, as a business owner, one of your responsibility as a business owner is to make sure you know how to deal with pricing objections, so that you're making profit on every single project. I also read this、uh, quote. So I follow this Instagram account called Overheard LA. Well, there's many different versions. So there's like. Overheard San Francisco. So there's a little boy selling lemonade in Beverly Hills, and so this this woman was like, "You're charging three dollar for a cup of lemonade? That is too expensive." And the boy literally just responded, "That is America we live in right now, lady." I just thought that was like the best quote ever. You know, you just deliver it very in the matter of fact way, and then let people know. I mean, yeah, this is the way we have to charge now. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is with the inflation. The gas prices almost five dollars here in California. Yeah, your lemonade doesn't cost five dollars. So that's the thing. You have to be able to deal with client objection in a matter of fact way. Because if you don't, if you make a big deal, you feel very awkward to discuss it. Your client is gonna feel that as well. So we're gonna go all over that. Good stuff in my session at StageCon. So I definitely hope you come. We're also going to be doing live Q and A as well. So that's going to be really fun. I think the best part about StageCon last year was really the live Q and A. We're able to really deep dive into people's question. So definitely come and bring all your staging friends. I know this is a very short and quick live, but I just want to hop on. If you're not following us on Instagram. Definitely join us on Instagram so you can get notification when I go live.、Um, but yeah, it's the end of the day here in California. I hope everyone had a productive day. It's been crazy here because we move into a new office today in preparation for SageCon. It's nice to see everyone who is live. Thank you so much for joining me live, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. So that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help and support the show, there are three ways to do so. You can leave a review and rating on iTunes. You can share the show on social media, or you can donate to support the maintaining costs for the podcast. You can make a donation through the show notes or on the sidebar of our site. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, please do so. This will help us grow the show and book more guests. If you have any questions, feedback, and suggestions, you can comment on the show notes. You can also find the show notes by going to stagemore.com/podcast. That's it. Have a fantastic week and happy staging.